And Jesus says, from now on, you're going to see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the power and coming on the clouds of heaven. Good morning, Christian America. Boy, did that statement just rile up the high priest, Caiaphas. This is the statement that Jesus makes that the Sanhedrin use to convict and to crucify him. We're going to discuss this portion of scripture this morning. We're going to discuss what true leadership is, what true sacrifice is, what true uh, commitment is to the one and only God, the Father. Jesus sets an example for us to follow. So let's talk about it. Let's learn about it. Let's read about it so that we can attempt in our own way to follow in his footsteps. And with that, let's get right down to it. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort, the Christian American community, the Christian American t-shirt company, EVG Financial Solutions, uh, and, a, and a whole host in, of other Christian initiatives that we're trying to work on right now. And first and foremost, we want to thank you guys for the support. We want to thank you guys uh, that are watching the podcast, that are subscribing to the podcast, that are watching it on any of the social media platforms. Without us, there, without you, excuse me, without you, there is no us. Without you, there is no Christian American community. And without you, there is no Christian American revitalization effort. There is no mechanism out there. There's nobody that's trying to organize and, and revitalize Christians in this country of the true faith that are that are trying to learn about scripture, that are trying to engulf uh, in, in, in themselves in scripture, keep our eyes on Christ ahead of us that, that are attempting to do the right things, to live in the right manner, to raise our children, and to, and to provide the bedrock foundation that God has given us, that we're trying to pass that on to our children. Because I will tell you right now, and it, you don't have to be a, a scientist, you don't have to be you know, a, a prophet to, to understand uh, that there are people that are actively trying to undermine our faith, that are actively trying to undermine and break down that foundation that God has provided us. And it, that is what we face today. And so that's why it's more important today than, I, than probably at any point in the last two, three, four hundred years, five hundred years of the, of the Christian faith that we stand strong. We, the believers, followers of Christ, Christians, stand strong abroad it's stand strong worldwide but you, at first you got to in order to in order to fix the world you got to fix the things that are closer to, closer to home so in order to fix the world we got to fix ourselves as a country in order to fix ourselves as a country we got to fix ourselves as a community we got to fix ourselves ourselves and then our families and then we can venture out into our communities and our in our country because you know that is where uh we need we need leadership we need leadership the, the quote unquote leaders in the Christian American community are just not doing it, right? And there, there's a variety of reasons why. And, and it's why we always say that if, if you're gonna follow someone, you follow Christ. If you're gonna look towards something to guide you, you look towards him, you look towards scripture, you look towards the revelation that he's given us. You look towards the Bible itself. You look, look towards the heroes in the Bible and how they've overcome what they've overcome, how they have provided what they have provided to us. And this standing and that we, we sit here standing on the civilization 
built on the bedrock foundations that are found in scripture that are found um, in the new testament as well as the old testament we we follow and we seek to follow jesus christ in his in his ministry as he walked what did he do what did he say where did he live what did he eat uh what were his priorities in life and then we try to adopt those things but you can't adopt them you can't seek them you can't follow them if you don't read about them if you don't learn about them if you don't study them if you don't look at it so what we're trying to do here is we're trying to give you a piece of scripture each and every week before you get into the weekend and hopefully i mean don't let this be the only time you look at scripture first of all don't let this time these next you know 10 15 minutes that you spend with us be the only time that you're looking and reading toward uh, looking and reading scripture looking towards christ you should be looking towards christ every single day christian music christian television christian uh christian content um that's you know in, inundate yourself with the goodness why would you why would you occasionally take poison you wouldn't occasionally poison yourself or you wouldn't occasionally drink poison so why are you taking the poison of the world into your into your eyes into your ears into your minds because that that crap leads to your heart and that's and that's what we want to reverse and so that's why being a christian american and, and, and being a part of the christian american community the christian american revitalization effort is so important no matter what you do no matter where you go no matter who you interact with let them know that they are speaking to a believer in Christ. They are speaking to a follower of Christ. They are speaking to an, uh, an evangelist for Christ. They are speaking to a slave of Christ. And all these uh, all these terms that, that scripture uses and tells us to follow. And so in today's uh, passage, what we're gonna talk about, we're gonna continue down Matthew 26, the, 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 the book of Matthew, chapter 26. We're going to start on verse 57. If you followed us from last week and Jesus has been betrayed, he's been arrested. He was given, he, he was betrayed with a kiss and they've, and they've taken him in and they're taking him in to see the Sanhedrin. Um, and again, he went willingly. He said that he could with the, with, at any point have 12 legions of angels at his side to, to get him out of this mess that he's in, but he doesn't. He chooses to sacrifice himself. He chooses freely as we are to, to, to choose freely, and he chooses the, to save humanity, that, he, that he, he chooses to open up the gates of heaven, to take the sacrifice or the sins of the world upon him, and he is the sacrificial lamb. He is the lion who gives himself over as the lamb to the authorities as a, as a, as a bridge to the everlasting life for us, and that's that is the most important thing that we could ever know in this life. That is the most important thing that we could ever realize in this life is that Jesus is real and he and, and he has all the power in the world, but he chooses not to use it. That, my friends, is a virtue. That is a leadership virtue. That is a personal virtue. That is a character, that, that is a, a character trait that we must all ascribe to. We shouldn't be tyrants when our in our positions of power or prestige or wherever we're at if we're in charge of something you shouldn't lord it over people you should be sacrificial you have to work for those uh whom you think work for you you have to be uh, a true leader and that's what jesus is is displaying for us today not only the faith because it's it, because he struggles in the in the in the agony in the garden we talked about that two weeks ago and he's going to struggle going forward but through the struggle through the struggle, there's ultimate 
victory. And that's what we want to talk about. We're going to talk about the victory that is in Christ and the victory that that can be ours if we seek the kingdom first, as he says. And so let's get right into it. So if you have your Bibles, turn to the book of Matthew, chapter 26, uh, verse 57. And in verse 57, it starts off and it says, those who had arrested Jesus led him away to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the scribes and the elders were assembled. Peter was following him at a distance as far as the high priest's courtyard. And going inside, he sat down with the servants to see the outcome. The chief priests and the entire Sanhedrin kept trying to obtain false testimony against Jesus in order to put him to death. But they found none, though many false witnesses came forward. Finally, two came forward who stated, this man said, I can destroy the temple of God and within three days rebuild it. The high priest rose and addressed him. Have you no answer? What are, what are these men testifying against you? But Jesus was silent. Then the high priest said to him, I order you to tell us under oath before the living God, whether you are the Messiah, the son of God. Jesus said to him in reply, you have said so. But I tell you, from now on, you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of the power and the coming and coming on the clouds of heaven. And the high priest tore his robes and said he has blasphemed. What further need of we uh, what further need have we of witnesses? You have heard test you have heard the blasphemy. What is your opinion? They said in reply, he deserves to die. Then they spat in his face and struck him while some slapped him, saying, prophecy for us, Messiah. Who is it that struck you? This is the mockery. This, this is the chastising. This is the display uh, that Jesus has to endure, that he has to go through. He's been you know, imprisoned. He's being surrounded by the quote-unquote leadership of the time. He's being mocked. Uh, he's being lied against. And you notice that the that even the Sanhedrin, right? The scripture says specifically that they try to get him to bear false witness. They try to get him into lying. They they want to they they want to portray. They want to entrap him. But Jesus is too smart. He just stays quiet. We see that today, right? You, you see that when you, we, believers, call ourselves Christians, that when people know that we are Christians, when we, when we portray or we exude the fact that we are believers, that when we show that we are believers through our mouth, through our actions, through the clothes on our back, whatever it may be, what happens to those that are against Christ? What happens to those that don't believe in God? They try to get us, they try to manipulate us into doing something that's counter to what we say we believe in so that they can call us the hypocrite. So that they can call us hypocrites. We see this in the media, we see this on the Good For Nothing News, we see this in on social media, we see this everywhere. We see this everywhere that when the world recognizes the goodness that comes with Christ, the devil can't take it. And he tries to manipulate him. He tries to manipulate the, the righteous into wickedness. 
It happened to Jesus when he fasted in the desert and Satan comes to him three different times and tempts him. And he tempts him smart. He tempts him smartly. He even uses scripture to back up his temptations. But Jesus knows better. My friends, Jesus knows better. Scripture knows better. The example that Jesus provides us is the better. It is the way that we should behave. You cannot rely on yourself. We, I, cannot rely on myself. We cannot rely on ourselves. We must rely on Jesus because only with Jesus, only with God are thing, all things possible. How do we know that? Because Jesus says that. He says that with man, things are impossible. With God, nothing is impossible. And that's how we need to look at our lives. You don't know everything. I don't know everything. There's, I can fill up this whole room with things that I don't know. And that's commonplace for most people. But we must prioritize the things in our lives. We must prioritize what we need to know about, what we should know about, what, what where true wisdom lies. And we need to focus on that. And when we don't know all there is to know, because who can? Where do we turn? Where do we go? Who do we seek? What guidance are we after? Something that will move us in the right direction. Some, someone or some guidance that will put us where we're supposed to be. That will make our life feel better. Make our, 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 our mental state happier. Our physical state uh, better off. Where do we go for this advice? Where do we go for this, for this guidance? We can only go where the true wisdom lies. And that's in Jesus. Everything revolves around Jesus. Everything comes back to Jesus. Everything that's good, everything that's righteous, everything that's perfect, everything that we should aspire to be and we should have aspire to have in our lives, in the lives of our family, in the lives of our friends, all of that centers around the Word of God. And who, not what, but who is the Word of God? The book of John starts off exactly and it tells us exactly that, that the word was with God and the word was God. The word was made flesh. Whose flesh? Jesus's flesh. It all comes back to Jesus. You cannot rely on your own understanding. You must rely on his understanding. You, mu you cannot rely on your perception of the world. You must rely on his knowledge of the world. When you take on a leadership role in this country, as difficult as it is, especially to hold your faith and to hold it strong and to speak it loud and to speak it unapologetically in public and wherever you're at, that takes courage, that takes leadership. What type of courage, what type of leadership should we follow? Should, we, should it be people on TV? Should it be motiva motivational speakers? Should it be people who, who've made a bunch of money because they lead large organizations? Should we follow those people? to seek those things or should we follow Jesus should we follow his leadership and his example that he provides in this passage humbling ourselves to the authority knowing that in the long run we win knowing that in the future knowing that in when uh, when this time on this earth is said and done that we will be an everlasting life with Jesus with God Almighty. We can seek the world or we can seek Jesus. We can seek the life on earth or we can seek an everlasting life. 
my friends, that's not a, to me, it's not a, it's not that big of a choice. I seek the everlasting life. I hope and I pray that you also seek the everlasting life, but the temptations of the world are real. When Jesus, two paragraphs before this, is struggling in the garden, praying so hard that he's literally sweating blood, praying to God that the cup may pass him if it be God's will, but he goes through with it anyway. When the struggle comes, we must seek the right example. And that example, that guidance, that life, that truth, that way, all points to Jesus. So when things get tough, and they will, we must keep in mind that the world hated him first and that we carry the responsibility that he has given us the responsibility of our families the responsibility of our communities the responsibility of our nation to do the right thing to live righteous always will we fail we will fail we'll, we'll talk next week about how peter fails and denies Jesus. But the follow-up to that story is that he repents and he gets back up and he turns back towards Christ and he starts living his life with the Holy Spirit and how God calls him. And that's what we can do. Although our lives won't be perfect, we can dust ourselves off, pick ourselves up, and we seek the kingdom always, seek Jesus's leadership. And if we can do that, we can be better personally. We can be better within our families. We can be better spouses. We can be better parents. We can be better children. We can be brother, better brothers and sisters. We can be better employers and employees and students and teachers. And we can be better in every aspect of our lives. We can live the life of abundance that scripture says not the abundance of stuff but the abundance of purpose the abundance of meaning because without that we have nothing without christ we have nothing without christ we have no purpose without christ we have no meaning without purpose and meaning we have no reason for living but with christ we have both purpose we have meaning and we have everlasting life and with that ladies and gentlemen Hopefully you got something out of this message. Hopefully you, you, you enjoyed it. If you enjoyed it, subscribe to this uh, to our YouTube channel. Go to Good Morning Christian America uh, YouTube channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the podcast, the audio-only podcast, anywhere they have podcasts. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, any podcast platform, Anchor uh, platform, we're there. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Parler, um, all the social media accounts, we are there. We are there. And so with that, ladies and gentlemen, have a blessed weekend. You guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.